Thank you for joining me on So About That. Today, my guest is Grace Grindstaft, or as some of you may know her better as, Baby Gigi. Grace is an assistant director of facilities and informal recreation, and my favorite person to hum sing with to songs we don't know the words to. In this episode, Grace offers a lot of advice on interviews from prep to performance to reflecting on the experience. We hope these tips will help you nail your next interview. Thanks for listening. We're back again. Howdy, partner. So Grace was <laughs> our host last week and is our guest this week. Thanks for coming back, Grace. Hello. I was going to have a good intro, but I accidentally used it on when I was the host. So I don't have another catchy one off no the top repeats. of my dome. Uh, I've never had a good intro, so you're ahead, at least in that way. Great job. Yeah, sorry. I really am blanking on one. Okay, moving on. Okay, moving (laughs) on. In this episode, Grace is going to talk about how to nail your interview. Yeah, I've been on a gajillion interviews, so I have all the knowledge. Mm, I have like 2% of knowledge that will be helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Better than zero. Right. You know, the 2% might help some from going through 100% of chaos. Yeah, their own 2%. Absolutely. Interviewing is terrifying and I get it. And I'm definitely one of the individuals who gets super nervous and overthinks about interviews. But there are a couple of things that I use to try and calm myself down and prepare. And yes, I would love to talk about them with you today. Okay. Really curious because you said there's some things that you do that help you calm down. Is one of them power posing before you walk in? Yes. I love power posing. So actually when I applied for this job that I'm currently in as your supervisor, (laughs) (laughs) um, I was super nervous and, and it wasn't for any particular reason. I think I was just having a nervous day, if you will. So my nerves just got a little bit of the best of me just in that moment, really. Like I wasn't overall, I was not nervous at this interview. But what I did is I was like, can I use the restroom really quick? And they're like, yeah, of course. Like it's right there. Let us know if you need any water or anything, which I don't because I carry my reusable water bottle, which I could fill up at the water fountain. So make sure you bring a reusable water bottle when you're interviewing. That was a sidebar tip, but it's still a good one. And actually put water in it. Before. Yes. Also make sure your water bottle has appropriate stickers on it. Because oh, I've learned that the wrong way yeah. at, at summer camp with all brewery stickers. So don't have brewery stickers on your water. Like have an interview water bottle. It doesn't have to be extra pretty. Just maybe it has no stickers or very PC stickers. But anyways, back to this. I went into the restroom, not actually to use it, but to sit in the mirror and power pose for a few minutes make sure I didn't have anything in my teeth, which is also very important. And then um, I think I washed my hands because we I think we'd just gotten back from lunch. But it really helped calm my nerves down. And I think, too, just has it, have you seen that Daily Affirmations video with Jessica? So, okay, you haven't. I can no, see it on your face. I was like, Jessica Day? No. <laughs> Jessica Ham? If you YouTube um, Jessica's Daily Affirmations, I think that's the title of it. It's this little girl with curly blonde hair. Oh, I have seen and it. And she's standing on her sink, and she yes. goes, I love my house. I love my uncles. I love my aunts. And she's just talking <laughs> about all the things that she loves. 
So in that moment, as I'm power posing, I am saying things about myself that I love. So it'll calm my nerves down. And thankfully it worked because I walked into, it was two back-to-back um, like committee um, interviews. First, it was with like the... I guess I can say division, the division people came and asked me questions and then I had it for the, our actual department. And I I think I rocked both. Well, obviously I rocked them. I'm here. So nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. Where's that Nicole lady from that show? (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) So So you have your power poses, taking a second to get water, maybe going into the mirror, checking things out. Nothing in your teeth. Yes, that's very important. Grace, what would you suggest to people in, in regards to what they should wear to interviews? So I am a definition of an overdresser for interviews. So I don't think that's for possible. example, <laughs> when I applied for the rec job when I was an undergrad, I was very nervous. It was my first quote unquote official job interview. Like obviously in high school I didn't really have job interviews. They just gave me jobs. Wow. And so I walked in, I'd called my mom and I was like, what do I wear? She's like, wear, you know, wear Wear that nice suit. (laughs) Yeah. They bought me a suit for college. I don't remember why, but I had one. She was like, wear that nice suit. And I was like, all right. So I put that thing on and I go into who would become my boss. Her name was LJ. I walked into her office and she looked at me like, (laughs) she was like, nice outfit. And then come to find out after the interview and after I'd worked for her for like a year or so, she was like, yeah, you were really overdressed for your interview. <laughs> but You're over than under. I dressed for the job that I wanted, which was apparently hers. CEO. <laughs> and so I ended up getting the job and it worked out. So for me, I definitely like to make sure that one, I'm wearing something very professional. So I typically like to go for a power suit. I power think it suit, makes yeah. me feel really, again, powerful. So black pants, uh, black jacket, and then I always wear a shirt that makes me feel really confident. So something that I feel really just nice in and powerful myself. So there's this one shirt I really love. It's green and it has white polka dots all over it. And I love that shirt because every time I put it on, it makes me really happy. But I also just feel like really pretty and put together. Not that you need to feel pretty to feel confident. But for me, that is something like when I feel pretty, I am more confident. That's just a personal thing. And so that shirt really makes me feel pretty and confident. And I think it adds to my ability to answer questions because I think you answer questions better when you're more comfortable with people. That's why that's why we interview so well with each other. Wow. We're on our, our podcast, our on this casual podcast. wear today is really helping. Yes, I wore khakis and a polo, so I feel real comfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you feel comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> Going off that, I think too something to consider is in what context. Like I'm a big blazer person. Mm, yes, knowing whether you whatever you're wearing under your blazer, if you can take your shirt off or not. Yeah, I mean not <laughs> your shirt, your blazer. Yep, I got Being you. Like if you have like a tank top on, or for me, I am a stress sweater. Mm. I duck on the water, look super calm, but underneath paddling very quickly, and that usually comes out in the form of pitting out. Yeah, it happens. So I definitely recommend if you are a unfortunate pitter, which <laughs> I am sometimes too. Thankfully, not in interviews as much, but wear a light colored shirt or wear something you know that'll be okay. And I also too. You always want to be a little careful with sleeveless shirts yeah. because some uh, organizations might not find that as per- like professional enough, if you will. 
I I think generally, I think they're fine. But yeah, you always want to be kind of cognizant of who you're interviewing for and what the job is and make sure you're wearing a blouse or a shirt that would be deemed okay by everyone in the organization. So I think that's something to take into consideration. It's not something I would think about. I guess I'm not one to typically wear no sleeves. Unless I'm working out, <laughs> showing off the guns, <laughs> suns out, guns out, um, or going to the beach. So for me, that wasn't like really. I have one nice shirt with no sleeves, but I don't wear that to work ever. So it's kind of the same thing with a dress. Like I could have worn a nice dress with a blazer. I think that is also another See, professional I, look. I but can't do a dress. I never I, feel comfortable. I never feel comfortable enough in a dress. So that's why I'm like pantsuit all the way. Definitely stressing wear something that makes you comfortable. Because they can, everyone can see if you're uncomfortable in an interview. And, and I'm the same way. In a dress, I would have been way more like fidgety and obnoxious, TBH. <laughs> well, now you know. What is a question that you would tell everybody going in for an interview to be prepped with? Like, you should know the answer to this question for sure. The question of why do you think you're the best fit for this job? I get to interview a lot of students and I always ask this in the interview because I think it's something that everyone really struggles with Yeah, because there's definitely a fine line between humble bragging and showing your ego a little too much. But I do think it's a question that we can easily knock out of the park park if we just think about it for a minute. Like, why do you want this job? Why do you think you're the best fit? Um, Those are really important questions because if you're just like, oh, well, I think it sounds fun, that's there's no confidence in that answer. No, and it doesn't show what you're going to bring to the table for them either. Yeah, so for me, it's always um, the, the field that I'm working in now, it's always been because I'm passionate about what I do and I'm passionate about helping students figure out what they want to do because that's what LJ did for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's kind of me like giving back, but I'm really passionate about what I do and I put my all into it, stuff like that. And I think this is a place where you should brag about what you have done again in a humble brag way. Like you don't want to say I'm the best there ever was because that's none of us are the best there ever was. No, but we all have our strengths and that's a great question to play on them. So play on your strengths. Uh, I, I like to say things like I'm really confident in the technology that we use in this field. I know I'm not going to quit this. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, I'm good with collaborations. I like working in teams. You know, if, if it's an organization you're going to work in teams with, you got to be able to work with people. So kind of, again, like you said, highlighting your strengths. And then that other question too of like why you want to work here, I think needs to be a really strong answer Mm -hmm. because again, you can't say, Oh, for here specifically, I couldn't have come in and been like, Oh, I like the beach. You can't say that. That can't be the reason why you want to work at a, at, you know, no, although I did mention that in my interview. To oh, I did as well. <laughs> I definitely mentioned like it's closer to my family, but I mentioned that at the end. I yeah. mentioned all of the other things that drew me to this Here's position. The side benefit. Exactly. That- and then they're like uh, the perks for me wanting this job is that it's closer to my family. My parents are getting older. It is at the beach, which is really cool. I've always wanted to live in a beach town. And I think it'd be a good opportunity is some a, a way you can round it out. But I, I think I started with, you know, this is more responsibility. This is more of the track that I want to continue to climb to, you know, reach my 
10, 15, 20 year goals. And so I wrapped it back around to this job is ultimately going to benefit my future. And I think that uh, I was successful in answering that question. I, I think hope. you were too. I mean, you're sitting I here. have the job. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you tell students or anyone listening who goes into an interview that is panel style? I think a lot of students that we work with are probably surprised when they walk in, there's more than one person there. Yeah. How can they, like what tips could they use to kind of address a room full of people? So for me, sitting on the other side, when I'm in a panel and I'm interviewing someone, I want someone to make eye contact with me. Yeah. And I'm not saying you need to stare everyone down the entire interview, but make sure you're making eye contact with everyone at the table, not just one person. And that goes, I think, especially for the person who asked the question. Yeah. You definitely need to make sure you make eye contact with them first, but then you definitely need to move around to the other individuals. And some people might be writing and not even paying attention to you, but other people will notice that you're looking around the room. And I think, oops, I hit my mic. Sorry. I think the other thing too that is important to think about when you're in a panel interview is that when you have a lot of people staring at you, the pressure is like significantly more on um, or I feel like there's more pressure on me when there's a panel interview. So don't be afraid. Like if it's a long question to like write down a part of the question, you might forget because that always happens to me. There's always one question in a panel interview. I have to get them to repeat, which isn't a negative thing per se, but I just, it almost gets to me that everyone's staring at me wanting to know what I'm about to say. And I yeah. just blank on the question. So just remembering, one, you can take a, a deep breath before you answer. Two, you can ask them to repeat the question to make sure you don't. I guess, the, I guess the biggest thing is you don't want them to ask you a question and then you don't answer it. Like you, yeah. you beat around the bush. You want to avoid that. And so sometimes you get a brain fart or you just blank on what the question was. Just say, hey, I'm sorry. Can you just repeat that part one more time? And they'll be more than, uh, you can't hold that against somebody. It's no. a terrifying experience. We've all done it. So <laughs> been there. I always try and be really graceful when people are getting nervous. And sometimes if I can read them, I'll be like, would you like me to repeat the question? And then you yeah. can just see the relief on their face. Like, oh my gosh, yes, that'd be great. So just know like they've all been in your shoes. So it's okay if you need them to repeat something. Absolutely. <laughs> Going into other pieces of the interview, what would you tell people who maybe after graduation land a job or a job interview somewhere that they have to fly to or their tips and things that how they can prep for that interview, knowing that they're going to not be able to drive there from their house? Yeah, absolutely. One is – First off, do your research on the company. So make sure you know the basic things. You never want to ask a question that you can easily look on their website and find the answer. Yeah. Like if you were interviewing at a university, you wouldn't want to ask how many students are enrolled. Like you can get that off of Google. So don't ask. That is unfortunately a, a stupid question if you walk in and ask something that you could easily find on their website. So that's just one thing. Like when you're on the plane, when you're in your hotel room, do that preparation, write down those things so you know the answer. Um, especially too, maybe if you can't find the answer, you do write that question down and figure out a time when you can have that conversation. But if you are flying somewhere, one, pack a couple days in advance. I think that's always been helpful for me, even if it's only a day or two, you know, in advance. Yeah. Make sure you do that because you will have time to make sure you have everything 
So you'll make sure you have your nice clothes, your pajamas, your toiletries. Um, the biggest thing that I've actually heard or had several people that I've known, they always forget their shoes. So it's super important. Yeah. Like you pack your shoes. You also need to take into consideration when you land, is someone picking you up from the airport? Are you getting shuttled to the hotel? Like, do you need to be dressed? Um, not professional, but more put together than sweatpants and a hoodie coming off the plane. Like you need to take that into consideration. Like one time I had, um, an interviewer pick me up from the airport. So I may try work khakis and a polo that day. Yeah. That's going to be their first impression. Exactly. Or if you drive yourself, maybe the day of that you arrive is your first impression. Exactly. And so if someone is picking you up, I say definitely dress a little bit nicer. Obviously if you're getting a rental car or a shuttle to your hotel and you're not going to see anyone for a few hours, sure. Wear the sweats. It doesn't matter. Definitely never check your bag. That is the biggest piece of advice. I've heard so many horror stories. Lost luggage. Lost luggage uh, in a different city just doesn't get there. And you got to think, usually if you're flying in for an interview, I imagine it's only like a day, maybe 24 hours. I'm assuming, I mean, maybe bigger companies, you're there for a few days, but definitely only do a carry on. You don't want to risk that uh, losing that luggage. That's literally terrible. And then two, also, if you know your hotel information, look around and see if there are places near you just in case you forget something. For me, when I interviewed here, there's a Walmart. Yeah. Like literally across from the hotel. So if I had forgotten anything, I would have been fine. I could have walked or Ubered there. But just maybe take some of those things into consideration. Like if you get a headache and you don't have Advil, maybe you want to look into that. I 100% next to the reusable water bottle recommend that you bring Advil. It is a long day of talking and meeting people and trying to remember things and you're going to get a headache. Take some Advil. Like it, it, I couldn't even help it. I was so hydrated, but I had such a bad headache because I talked nonstop. Yeah. And I would think even bringing something that is like your comfort food or your com- something oh, that's yeah, going like to help snack. you at the end of the day, like, okay, yeah. it's time for ice cream. And you definitely want to try and make sure you get sleep, which is easier said than done for sure. But you just, you got to have the confidence that you've prepared enough. It's kind of like when you take a big test, right? Like yeah. You, can't, you can only cram to a certain amount. And that's kind of the same thing for an interview, right? You can only prepare so much. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be at least one question you're completely unprepared for. But ultimately, you can find a way to answer the question and you'll be fine. So that's kind of what I did. I was like, all right, I got to a certain point at the night. I think it was like eight o'clock was my cutoff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch HGTV and sit in this hotel room and just yeah. be <laughs> thankful that I have a king size bed to myself for the night. So yeah. yeah and in some nice. regards with that, like going into a different environment, still, I always tell students or people who ask, cause my opinion matters. So much, <laughs> it does. It does. Is try your best not to change your routine like I know so many people who they're like I'm gonna be so tired and everything I'm gonna drink a Red Bull I'm like if you don't drink a Red Bull every day do not let this be the first day that you start doing that that's a disaster and that's so for me I don't wear a lot of makeup I do not wear foundation regularly I do not wear I mean I'll do it like if I go out on the weekends that's different I do not wear it every day so I 100% do not put it on for an interview because with my luck, I would have concealer, <laughs> the wrong color concealer, all over my uh, face. That happens so. to me for senior pictures. I looked like an Oompa Loompa. Oh, no. And I, yeah. I refused to take them. I was like, no way. Yes. Same so. thing like for me. I drink coffee every single morning. And I know if I don't have a cup of coffee, I won't function. 
So when I got to the hotel and I was checking in, I asked, I said, do you all have complimentary coffee in the morning? And thankfully they did. I think I had three cups at the hotel and then I ended up going to breakfast and having three more. So I was real hyped for the day, but I have to have coffee to function. So if you know that's something you need, you need to make plans, either bring instant coffee or, you know, most hotels have it. So Um, We're running out of time, but there are two more things I really want you to answer. Okay, I'll answer fast. I'm sorry. The first one, how can people prep for the elevator speech? Or what is an elevator speech for people that don't know? Elevator speech, like 30-second intro. It's that question when people say, tell us a little bit about yourself. I say go a little bit professional, a little bit fun. So usually I'll say, my name is Grace Grindstaff. I am from South Carolina. I've been in this field for five years at these institutions, which I cannot mention right here legally. I'm just kidding. It's not legal, but whatever. Um, In my spare time, I like to take road trips. Uh, My junior year of college, I taught myself how to play the ukulele. And I like to do arts and crafts like crochet baby Yodas. So that would be my elevator speech. I think doing a little professional, but a little personal makes it a little bit more easier to relate to somebody. So that is what I recommend. Yeah. But that's just personal. Preference. I think those little, <laughs> I think, no, I think that's great. The professional sets the tone for what you're going to bring. And then the fun side is letting people know what type of person they're going to be working with, which oh, I think yeah. is a huge piece. To I'm a weirdo. Interviews. A blast. A great weirdo. <laughs> Who's weirdo is not really bad. But okay. Other question is they go through the interview process and they don't get the job. What do you recommend for people? Like, what do they do? It is really hard to get told no, especially if you are really excited about a job. But I think the biggest thing you have to remember through this process is that it is a two-way interview. So they're interviewing you and you're interviewing them. And ultimately, I'm a big believer in everything works out for a reason. I was turned down. I had two jobs I was super interested in and I got turned down for both of them. And then I ended up at like the perfect starting out first job, which I went to a really big university and it was a really cool experience. But you just can't get fixated on those no's. You need to turn those no's into your motivation. There's like a thousand rap songs about it. So (laughs) make those haters your motivators and just know that ultimately it is going to work out if you believe in yourself. I think one big piece of advice I'm going to leave y'all with because I know we're out of time is just remember that everyone you meet in an interview process puts on their pants the same way you do every morning. So while, yes, you need to have respect for these people because they're higher up than you and they're important, just remember they're also human. They've been in your shoes before. Um, Just because they have a higher title than you doesn't mean that they're better than you. So just remember that's the one thing I think that has saved me in life is that they get up and put on their pants one leg before the other, just like you do. Yeah. And a no, maybe for the best could mean that you're not working with people that aren't a good fit for you. So exactly. Very cool. Maybe some of you out there listening have thought about how am I going to nail this interview? We've discussed it and we hope it helps. If you have any questions about this episode or topics, suggestions, or questions for future episodes, feel free to reach out to us on our Instagram at so underscore about that, our Facebook page, so about that, or our email, so about that 20 at gmail.com. <laughs>